The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lazy Boy is a lyricist, singer and songwriter who emerged in the music scene at a young age, driven by his passion for music. After years of battling addiction, he now advocates for addiction awareness, mental health and toxic relationship issues through his music. And Lazy Boy is with us here. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm excellent, thank you. So, how did you kind of get into music originally? Well, my ex-stepfather, he uh, sang with Boys to Men, and he taught me how to write music at like eight years old, and by the time I was 16, I was recording already, I did my first show. And just been taken off from there. And that ex-stepfather, I mean, was he kind of a member of Boys to Men or did he just sing like with them in no, a kind of touring he, way? He uh he did background vocals. Yeah. Like he wasn't like a main member or nothing. Yeah. Your journey as a lyricist and artist itself has been quite remarkable. So how did your experiences with Rockstar Life influence your music and the messages that you wanted to convey in your songs? When Rockstar Life came about, um, the album was called I Need Rehab, and really I was just promoting drug use and sex and partying, like that was the lifestyle. But I later on realized that that's not what it's about. I want to, like, that life can lead to death. To yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's all bad. And you've been a cannabis activist. So oh, yeah, definitely. Has that impacted on your music and the themes that you explore? Not really. I mean, everyone's probably cannabis friendly by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? And who would you say your influences are in terms of famous musicians? I'd have to say Ozzy Osbourne. Like, I, it's weird. I rap, but I got a lot of rock uh, yeah. idols. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, Nikki Six, uh, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, you know. Just rappers, Eminem. Um, I don't like none of this new mumble stuff that's coming out, man. I don't even listen to the radio anymore. (laughs) And why do you think you have so many rock influences, despite being a rapper? I mean, do you kind of include a bit of rock in your music? Yeah, yeah, I like to sing. 
I, I'm actually working on a rock album right now. Oh, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But in the meantime, mental health and addiction awareness are quite big aspects of your music, as I mentioned. So how do you incorporate these sensitive topics into the lyrics? I just talk about my past experience because I know what it's like. I, I've lived through it, you know, and like with mental health, I go through it every day. And I just put my heart onto the paper and, you know, make something sound great. Yeah. And that's the, that's, that's the thing about it is when you make something like that and there's someone that's going through a hard time and you, they just listen to that, it could possibly make their day better. You know what I mean? That's the goal. Do you ever feel quite vulnerable maybe or just scared of opening up in your music when you're singing about mental health? A little bit. But I try to fight through it, you know, (laughs) as much as I can. How do you kind of handle the potential backlash when you're expressing your true self in your songs like that? I don't really know. Like, if I get backlash, then, you know. Yeah. It it, it really wouldn't faze me. Like, I've got a story and I'm going to tell it regardless if people don't like it or not, you know. You, as well, support indie artists and kind of believe in the power of storytelling. So why do you think it's important to support them? I mean, is it just because... You're one yourself, or...? No, it's just there's so much hidden talent in Indianapolis. Like, it's unreal. Yeah. Like, there's there's so many artists, like, it's like, why aren't you signed yet? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier that you're working on a debut rock album. So how do you see it making an impact on your listeners? Really, it's, it's a bunch of songs about, like, that's where the Toxic Relationship album is, is the rock album. It's all, all about, like, previous relationships that... Or, like, I got a song about my mom's divorce that I'm putting on it, and, like, I don't know, man, just... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be a different move, you know, but I'm willing to take that risk. Is there anything else that you're working on other than the rock album, or are you just focusing on that for now? No, I'm trying to release a couple singles before the year's over. I only released one song this year, um... I got this one that I'm just writing today. It's called Inner Thoughts. That's my next one that I'm about to release in about a week or two. Sounds good. And in the meantime, where are we able to find all the music that you've came out with so far? Oh, I'm on every platform. You just got to spell it L-A-Z-I-3-6-O-Y or Google it and I'll just start popping up everywhere. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us. It's been great having you here. Oh, you too, man. Thank you. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.